Welcome to Crazy Biatch Asians. This is a podcast where we discuss the issues Asians can face in the Western world with a critical mind, a bit of healthy debate, and lots of tea. Hosted by Sydney-based digital marketer Sharon Jiang and journalist Juna Zhu. Hey, hey! On today's episode, we're doing a deeper dive into our first episode topic on Asian fetish. But this time we're letting things a little loose and bringing in some explicit content. We'll be diving into some juicy personal experiences and also reading out other people's truly horrific stories. Like, what the f***? kind of stories mum and dad sorry please do not listen to this and tune out now i love you very much we received an overwhelming response from episode one when we discussed yellow fever i've got to say it was very Mm g-rated and we didn't share a lot we were kind of playing it really safe safe we wanted to make it more research-based. Yes, but <laughs> what we want to bring to light now is that there is an extremely dark side to Asian fetish. Mm-hmm. And some might brush it off as a thing we just live with, but things can get extremely dangerous and people can even get hurt. Exactly. And we just want to let everyone know this is going to be a lot more cash. So Very. not a lot of heavy research, just some you know juicy stories, general chit-chat. But I just want to preface before we go into this whole episode that Mm -hmm. this is no attempt to crap all over Western guys. No, 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 no. no, Like, we have nothing against you. Nada. We live in a multicultural country and we are all equal human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode is really by no means to offend anyone. It's really just a way for us to share some of the experiences that other people have had, some of the experiences that we have had, maybe offer some friendly advice. Mm -hmm. So let's kick off with um, saying that my life is unfortunately kind of vanilla. I would not say that. Not much occurs in the dating realm of things. You know, like yours is full of flavour. I would Um, not say that. You could compare my dating life to a cold pack of firm tofu (laughs) and yours is like... Yours is like a kimchi tofu stew. Oh, mine's a stir-fried tofu. <laughs> yes, but it's a bit uh, crumbly and, You've got you know. flavour. Oh, okay. Uh, not so... all flavour is good, though. <laughs> Spice. <laughs> so when it comes to dating stories, I don't really have much to add. But mm-hmm. interestingly, this is very timely because I had a recent yellow fever incident occur the other night. Okay, do tell. I yes, don't think I know so... about this. I was at a bar with a group of friends. Mm -hmm. There was this guy that came over. Yeah. Quite, um, you know, he was a few drinks in. And he goes, my last girlfriend was Korean. (laughs) How is that a good starting line? I was like, great for you, mate. Great. Great. He was like, okay, so would you like to skedaddle? Like out of the bar? Okay. First of all, how does he think that is a good starting line? Second of all... How does he want you to respond to that? As in like, cool, I might I know, know her. Oh, yes. She's my family yes. friend. <laughs> We're in the same community. Literally, <laughs> we go to the same like Friday night Korean chicks hangout. Exactly. Like, 
Also, what? what what if I wasn't even Korean? Exactly. I just uh, I was in left in a bit of shock, yeah. but also quite entertained yeah. by his lack of his courage. Yes, his Dutch courage because he had a he had a few drinks. Split the situation. A white person would never say to a white girl, "My last girlfriend was white." Thank you. That kind of brings me onto like my first point. Mm. It kind of reminds me of like the idea that to a lot of non-Asian guys, how sleeping with an Asian girl is like a checklist item. Oh my god, totally. It's a thing for them to tick off their like sex to-do list. Yeah. It's like a bucket list. People have travel bucket lists and some people have like Asian fetish bucket lists. Oh. And I feel like that's what that guy was trying to do. He's like, my last girlfriend was Korean. So I checked off that one with her. Do you want to be like my second, my follow-up <laughs> oh. checkup to that checkbox? Oh my gosh. Honestly, I just laughed at the guy inside yeah. and politely declined. And funny yeah. thing is later on in the night, I yeah. saw him having his arm over another Asian-looking Asian girl. girl. Oh my God. So That is so cringe. Yes. Going to the whole like checklist item thing, you can really see that happening on dating apps. Especially on Tinder, because I feel like Tinder's a bit more of a hookup app. Right. Tinder is like the pleb level exactly. of dating apps. Exactly. It's free. It, exactly. It's free. It's a bit more pleb. It's a bit more like hookup mm. culture. There are guys on there. So I've actually had this said to me on Tinder. I think there was this one guy. I think he was from somewhere in Europe, like a sort of a small European country. And he said to me very early on in the conversation, I have never slept with an Asian girl. And I would like you to be my Hi. <laughs> is it like some sort of a virginity for them? Also, does he just copy and paste that to every exactly. Asian girl that he swipes exactly. on Tinder? It's like he needs to he needs to try his luck with Asian like with every Asian girl because he doesn't know how that's gonna go down. Yeah. But also how again, how do you want me to respond to that? Like am I congratulating you? <laughs> is it a Oh my god, I'm so happy. Let me um, help you check this. Yeah. What if someone said that to you? Oh, unmatched. That is disgusting. Okay, did you respond or did you just unmatch? I think I confronted him. It wasn't, I didn't congratulate him. I didn't say, ew, that's disgusting. I said, what makes you really want to sleep with an Asian woman? And what makes you think that they will be any different? Because as an Asian woman that has never slept with an Asian woman, I don't know. We can't compare anything. Exactly. I have nothing to compare it to. So I questioned him and he says something very X-rated and like, we'll definitely get to this. He said, I've heard that Asian girls are very, (laughs) should I just say it? Yes. Asian girls have very tight vaginas. Speaking about that, there's this horrible site, dreamholidayasia.com. (laughs) and that just says it all i'm sorry but i'm hoping that article is like top 10 bars in (laughs) thailand or like top five hikes in china keep on dreaming it's the complete opposite okay so on this site there is a whole article with the title how to take asian girls back to your room after a date oh god please tell me the advice Let me just read two quotes Uh out for you from this article. Mm -hmm. Number one, what I like about Asia and Asian girls is the way they think about dating. In her mind, you're being a nice guy to take her on a date and eat delicious food. She would feel very bad to reject your invitation back to your room. Number two, it's a cultural expectation and goes something along the lines of this. Asian women will be grateful and thrilled if you take her out for a lovely evening 
and it's only natural to give you something back and make you happy. Wait, it's only natural to give you something back. Am I assuming here that something back is sex? sex. They think it's only natural that if you are being nice to them, buy them dinner, they are expected to pay you back by sleeping with them. Okay, this is a message for all the girls and women out there, even men. You don't owe anyone anything. Just because someone bought you dinner does not mean you are automatically expected to have sex with them. Exactly. There should be no expectation. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is sex education 101. But the sad thing is that there's someone on the internet giving other guys advice on how to take an Asian girl back. And I feel like that first piece of advice, it's such a misjudgment of Asian girls. For example, she would feel very bad to reject your invitation back to your room. It's kind of playing on the stereotype that Asian girls are very like submissively polite. In an episode of a podcast called Reply All, Mm -hmm. they delved into the disturbing world of online dating as an Asian woman. And this episode followed a woman named Suzanne who met a white guy named John online. And Mm -hmm. she fell for his sweet, caring personality Mm -hmm. and dated him for about six months. Then she uncovered a mass of other women, all Asian like her, that he was also currently dating and sometimes even doing a copy and paste and sending them the exact same details and messages he sent to her. And so creepy. it gets worse. What happens? Terrified of the man she thought she knew, Suzanne confronted John. Oh. But their fight was then interrupted by a knock at the door. And that knock was another Asian woman. And that woman said she had been dating John for two years. This sounds like Dirty John. Yes. <laughs> like that Netflix show, but Asian. Imagine knowing that you were just one of his other... How many did he have? Like, did the podcast go into that? No, it was just that he had a mass of other women. A mass. Are we talking in the tens or are we talking in the hundreds? I don't know. Because that's some real organisational capacity to really, like... Where does he find the time? Exactly. Like, you got to compartmentalise every single woman and remember, oh, this woman is the one that likes salmon. This woman is the one that's a vegan. This woman's a Buddhist. This woman's Catholic. You are very right. That's a lot of memorization. Yeah. So we'd like to expand on one of the stories that I told earlier in the podcast. Asian fetish is often Sexual. Very. Mm. And in particularly, generalizing about private parts. Yes. There's a generalization that Asian chicks have tighter vaginas. Mm -hmm. And apparently that is a sought after thing by male. (laughs) It is not comfortable having asked that or having told that on a dating app. Like, oh, I heard from one of my friends or I read somewhere that Asians are really tight. Is that true? Thoughts? I have two words. Okay. Feral and disgusting. Disgusting. Despicable. That's another one. I find it really funny that when they bring it up, it's like a question. Like they ask you. Thinking that we know. Exactly. Thinking that we just go around. I know. Do we take a survey? I don't know. Like I've had people ask me. Do Asian girls have tighter pussies? Isn't it smart, though, not to ask 
a girl, Literally, but to yeah. ask another male exactly. about it. Like, why would I know? You know what yours is like, but how do you know what yours is like in comparison to other people? So, and let alone if that only applies to your race. Exactly. I don't go around to my Asian girls going, hey girl, I'm going to take a poll today. Can you just give me a general idea? Like, are we talking like a cucumber? Are we talking like a pen? And then I'll enter it into my spreadsheet. Exactly. Like, what can you fit up there? Are we talking a water bottle? A pickle? A water bottle? Yeah. See, I don't know. Maybe some people can fit a water bottle. Oh, I do not know. Yes. So when guys ask me that question, what do you want me to say? Do you want me to be flirty and be like, hee hee hee, you're so right, hee hee hee. It's so tight. Yeah, literally, like, do you want me to say that? You are right and tight. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> we found some articles online. Um, one being in Healthline, which literally gives out like health advice. Basically, it's saying most Asian women first encounter this stereotype when they start having sex with men. So there's a girl quoted, her name's Grace. She's a 19-year-old Chinese American woman from Chicago. And she first heard the idea like tossed around by quite a few people and in pop culture, but she didn't experience it until she first started having sex. And her male partners would comment on her tightness what? by saying phrases like, oh my God, you're, you're so, so tight. tight. <gasps> <laughs> and there's another one. Um, a 23-year-old Japanese-American woman raised in LA had a similar experience. She heard about the stereotype from male classmates in college, but didn't experience it herself until she dated a white man in sophomore year. And he told her that he thought Asian girls were the best because their vaginas were tighter. Oh, no. <laughs> this, it's interesting that that one of them was from Chicago and the mm -hmm. other from, from California, Cal California yeah. because there's a really popular travel blog online. Mm -hmm. It's owned by this girl called Kiona. She has this post called how not to travel like a basic bitch <laughs> and in capital letters yeah. at the very top because she's from the United States as well. Yeah. She says only in the United States have I felt downright disgusted or endangered for being Asian. So maybe, you know, it's more prominent oh. in America. Than Australia. Goodness. She goes on to explain a similar situation that she was put in. Yeah, so what she did she, do? she was having sushi and sake with a Japanese friend. Okay. And then Lovely. these two men just slide over, pay for their meal, okay. and oh, they no. ask her yeah. and her friend. Is it true that Asian women have horizontal slanting vaginas? Slanting, slanting vagina. That's Why a new would it be one. Slanting. Why would it slant? I know. So she wrote on her blog. I actually don't know where this rumor came about, yeah. but since then I've been asked this question about a dozen times from different men. Wait, horizontal slanting, slanting. vaginas. So it's horizontal, but a bit on a bit of a slant. What the freak? Yeah. For the record, Asian vaginas are anatomically the same as every other woman. I also don't know why a horizontal slanting vagina would be attractive. Yeah. Does it feel better? Her night didn't stop there when she was oh. out with her friend. These two guys then went on to say, is it true it's extra tight? Kiona writes, they went on either not noticing or caring how uncomfortable this was making us feel. Well, I've never stuck anything up any other woman, so I have nothing to compare it to. Oh my god, exactly. That's exactly our point. Exactly. We have nothing to compare it to. Yes. I don't have an Excel spreadsheet 
interviewing all different types of women and going, what kind of an object can you stick up there with no issues? Exactly. She goes on to write, but just because a woman's frame is small doesn't yeah. mean it correlates to the holes inside of her, mm. which I couldn't stress anymore. This rhetoric is something I've heard multiple times since then. Okay. I, I just don't understand how, like, if biologically an Asian woman does have a tighter vagina, how that's the really the business of a man yes. to say to a woman. Maybe that's something you think about privately, but sure, have your private thoughts. But why say that in a conversation? Directly. Exactly. And again, so Kiona said at the beginning that she was out to dinner and mm. they had paid for the dinner. Yeah. They weren't even sitting together. They just paid. And do you think that they paid because it was like a nice gesture mm. relating back to that article online? Yeah. You give them a nice gesture, they yes, have to pay you back. Exactly. Okay, what if we like flip this around? The guys pay for the dinner and there's an expectation that then the girls would sleep with them. What if the girls respond negatively? What if they don't want to sleep with them? And what if the guys were not good people and it leads to a more dangerous scenario? This is something that can happen, which also happened to Kiona because she goes on to explain another yellow fever experience. And a a bad one. Yes. She wrote, it got downright dangerous for me. A 230 pound athlete, which is 104 kilos, flirted with me in the cafeteria, asking leading questions toward a date. Knowing this person exclusively dates Asian girls, I said no. Okay. It was clear why he was attracted to me and it wasn't for my brain. Maybe my rejection was an ego bruise, but it resulted in a flurry of loud Asian slurs that attracted an audience. I had never experienced oh. this before, but this was not the first time I've had to fight a man. Oh my god. So it seemed natural to recite similar slurs back to him since we were going there. I think he was mostly shocked those words came out of my mouth. Mm. Is it because Asians are supposed to be submissive? He then threw a drink at my face. Oh my God, it got really aggressive. Yes. Did I mention it was also my birthday? I blacked out. There was scuffle. I pulled out a knife. Other people got involved. The police were called. Wait, One she of just us... has a knife just casually. <laughs> I don't know. One of us was no longer welcome at school. Anyone trying to harm you is extremely yeah. horrific. But imagine having a 100 yeah. kilo athlete verbally scared. harm you and then it progresses to physically tormenting you. It's, he couldn't take the rejection, so all he could think of is being racist towards his exactly. woman. Exactly. It was, it was a dent to his ego. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It was like his ego was bruised. I think a lot of Asian fetish is about a power imbalance and a power play. So I read that a lot of the origins of Asian fetish actually came out of the idea of like colonizers and the colonized. So for example, it was very much apparent during the Korean and the Vietnam War, where generally if you have um, Western soldiers fighting in an Eastern country, it is more often than not the Eastern women are the sex workers, the people that are seen as quote unquote exotic. Yes. And from there you have a power play. You know, you've got the colonized country and the country in which the war is like fought in with less power and a more powerful military come in. And that often is how sort of Asian fetish has grown from there. 
Bang on, Sharon Jiang. And like, I feel like that has led into a lot of the idea of prostitution in Eastern countries. Yeah, for it's example. quite generalized that in order to have sex with an Asian woman, there is a monetary value associated with it. So you go to Thailand mm-hmm. or Bali yeah. to pay someone to sleep with you. Exactly. And in those situations, of course, the woman is going to be submissive and docile because she's offering a service. Yes, and that's your jo- her it, job. Exactly. There's a story that mm-hmm. my friend told me. Oh. Yeah, so. Oh, God, this is like a close to home story then. Yeah, so I was speaking with a friend and he yeah. was telling me of an incident that his Asian colleague experienced yeah. at a bar one night when yeah. they were out. So she was happily enjoying a drink yeah. and a Caucasian man comes up to her and outright says, you're a beautiful Asian woman. <laughs> Again, like, just there, just mm-hmm. cut him off there. Yeah. And then he proceeds to ask her to leave the bar with him. Obviously, mm-hmm. she declined. Mm-hmm. And the night went on. He had a few more drinks. He was just getting a bit rowdy and intoxicated. A bit ratchet, a bit yeah. feral. A bit all right. ratchet. A bit ratch, all And right. he got more demanding with his request. Oh, and when the alcohol reached tipping point, he shouted at her, If you were in Thailand, I just have to pay you to have sex with me. I'm actually speechless. I cannot believe that is something that will come out of a human's mouth. Yeah, because she just kept on declining him and in the end he just, you know, he wanted to get his way. So Junes, I think we've touched a lot in this episode about more like X-rated factors of Asian fetish. And I think we'll end this podcast with one final story that happened to me literally two days ago. I was at the beach with my dog, having a grand old time, watching the sunset, chilling out with my dog, sitting on the steps next to the beach. This guy comes up to me and he says, you're not really from around here, are you? You have this like Japanesey look to you. That's oh, a first. Yeah, literally, that's a first. Wait, and why the Japanese? So he said, and yeah, literally, I asked him that. I was like, um, what makes you say that? And he said, oh, you know, your your dog. It's quite a Japanesey dog, mind you. I have a Japanese Spitz. So I mean, he's not wrong in that respect. My dog is a Japanese type of dog. Wait, so if I had a German Shepherd yeah. and I was walking a German Shepherd <laughs> would this guy say, oh, you look very German? German. Yes, exactly. Along his line of theory, if you walked a German Shepherd, you'd be German. And he said this one sentence that really stuck with me. He said, my mum told me to beware of Asian girls. Huh? His mum? His mum. <laughs> his mama. <laughs> and I said, um... Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so she said, Asian girls seem all sweet and innocent on the outside, but they have a bit of a dark and (gasps) naughty side on the inside. Naughty? Yeah, naughty. Naughty? (laughs) Yeah, and he proceeded to ask me, is that true? Again, how would you know? Exactly. Again, what do you want me to say to that? Do you want me to be all like flirtation, be like, hey, hey, yes, I'm really naughty, <laughs> like bat my eyelashes? And number two, which really confuses me. So yeah. his mum told him this. Exactly. What does his mum want him to do with this piece of information? Exactly. Does she want him to take advantage of exactly. Asian girls because they're naughty? Or does she want him to stay away from them. Exactly. So I believe that he made it up. His mum did not say such a thing. He said it. It came from his brain, but he wanted to blame it on his poor, innocent mother. Oh, poor thing. Literally. And this really hammers home the idea that I think a lot of Asian fetish links to sex. 
my final question to you is, if a man, a non-Asian man, or an Asian man, I don't know, if a man wants to pick up an Asian chick, what are some of the do's and the don'ts? Let's give some like good advice. Just don't base it around their race or their yes. culture or their skin color or their hair color. Yes. You know, yes. point out something about the environment. It's even better to ask, oh, the weather is great today. Talk about the weather. I don't care. I completely agree with you. I think it's very alarming if a man comes up to an Asian woman and one of the first things they want to talk about is, is their race. race. If you're a guy and you approach an Asian woman, if you want to know her heritage or where she's from, say this. Do you live here or are you traveling? Boom. So, so much, much better than where are, where are you, you from? from? Or just sidetrack away from everything about travel, origin, where mm -hmm. you're from, and to just ask about food. Anything food related. Food yes. is a great topic. So true. I also just want to mm -hmm. point out again that if you're white and you have an Asian partner, it mm -hmm. does not mean you have Asian fetish. There exactly. are distinct qualities exactly. that make yellow fever. And an, also a note to Asian women, just because a Western guy is being nice to you mm -hmm. without dropping all the where are you from, mm -hmm. I like Asian women, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, does not mean he has a fetish. Exactly. Please don't just assume. I'm getting a bit sweaty here from all the nerves. I've never actually spoken about this and let alone on a podcast. Yeah, very juicy. Yes. Hope mum and dad haven't made it this far. I know. I, again, sorry. But from this, I do really hope that Asian women will use the added attention as learning moments from the people trying to exotify them. Mm -hmm. Also, Asian women should not be defined by sex because they have more to offer than just, quote, a few tight holes and a horizontal vagina. So thinking about it, Asian cultures persuade you to think you should just be grateful and, you know, you should just let them admire you, be quiet and don't mm. complain. Take it as a compliment. Don't cause trouble. Don't cause trouble, mm. which is something that we talk about a lot in episode yes, one. Exactly. But if you think about it a little deeper, being fetishized is oppression and inherently racist. Yeah, yeah. Because that's true. let's be honest, it means you're only worthy if you're sexually admired. If you have any comments or thoughts about this episode, if you agree or if you perhaps disagree, we'd also like to hear about it. We want to know your thoughts and experiences, both if you're a man or a female. Please subscribe to Crazy Biatch Asians on your favorite podcast app. And if you've got a sec, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can keep going. See you all on the Instagram at Crazy Biatch Asians. And come to think of it, we actually started a TikTok. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Please do not mention that. Yes, watch that. it, please. No, watch, like, please do yourself follow. a favor and do not watch <laughs> cringe videos of us watch trying to. Watch all the Juno ones. Only the Juno no. ones. Just all the Juno ones. <sighs> okay, on that note, let's leave. Bye. So, same name, TikTok at Crazy Biatch Asians. Juno is crawling into no. a hole of shame. So we will go now and... <laughs> Chat soon, gang.